This week we're talking about the events of Holy Week. And hopefully by now you remember the two things that I've told you to keep in mind throughout the entire week. Everything that Jesus went through, he went through willingly. And everything that Jesus went through, he went through for you. Okay, so Jesus had been arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane and eventually he was led to stand trial before a man named Caiaphas. Caiaphas was the high priest that year and as the high priest, he might say that he was sort of at the, the very top of the pyramid. He represented the entire nation before God and, and the things that he did as high priest were done on behalf of the entire nation. Caiaphas was also the head of a group known as the Sanhedrin. We might compare them to our United States Supreme Court. They were the highest ruling council in the land. And so there in the middle of the night, while everyone was sleeping and when no one could object, the Sanhedrin convened this trial, a trial that was an absolute sham. They had their verdict made up even before the trial began. The only thing they were doing was trying to find some sort of excuse, some sort of evidence to give them the basis for their verdict. Well, in the Jewish legal system, it required two witnesses to come forth to establish testimony as certain and valid. And yet, even though all kinds of witnesses came forward to testify against Jesus, none of their testimony agreed. And so finally, Caiaphas took matters into his own hands. I don't know if you can imagine a supposedly impartial judge presiding over a case but then also acting as the prosecuting attorney. That's what Caiaphas did. And so he charged Jesus under oath Tell us if you are the Christ, the Son of God. And under oath, Jesus said, Yes, I am. Jesus was smart enough to realize what that meant. That was all the evidence that they needed. That was blasphemy to, con to claim to be the Son of God. And so that was all the reason they needed to condemn him as being worthy of death. Once again, everything that Jesus went through, he went through willingly. But why? Well, there was something else going on as that trial before Caiaphas was taking place. Just outside, while, while Jesus was inside, taking an oath that he knew would lead to his death, one of Jesus' disciples, Peter, was outside taking a few oaths of his own. Since the Garden of Gethsemane, Peter had been following from a distance, curious to see what was going to happen to Jesus. And as he sat out there in the courtyard, warming himself by the fire, there was a servant girl who came up to him and said, Oh, I know you. You're one of Jesus' disciples. Peter denied it. Two other times that evening, there were people who said the very same thing. I know you. I recognize you. You're one of Jesus' disciples. And Peter denied it vehemently. In fact, he swore and called down curses on himself if he wasn't telling the truth. He denied that he even knew who Jesus was, even though earlier that evening he had promised that he would never do such a thing. Yesterday, we saw how sometimes even friends of Jesus betray him or deny him. And it's also true that sometimes even friends of Jesus are so worried about what their friendship with Jesus might cost them that the thing that they're most vehement about, the thing that they're most serious about is demonstrating that they have no affiliation with Jesus. Which again tells us why everything that Jesus went through, he went through for you. See, there's some strange and sweet irony in the role that Caiaphas played in these events of Holy Week. It was a few days before this, maybe, maybe a week before all of these things had happened, that Caiaphas and the Jewish leaders were sitting around discussing what they should do with Jesus. And in that meeting, Caiaphas stood up and he said, Don't you know that it's, it's better if one man dies than that the entire nation would perish? 
As high priest, Caiaphas was well aware of this concept of substitution, that, that one person would represent the whole nation, that what happened to one person counted for the entire nation, that one life could be sacrificed to save the whole nation. In his role as a high priest, that life that was sacrificed usually involved some sort of animal, just like the lamb that was sacrificed at this Passover festival that they were celebrating. Well, when it came to the life of Jesus, Caiaphas' words took on a whole new meaning. Yes, there have been times in our lives when we have betrayed Jesus, abandoned Jesus, even been ashamed to admit that we knew Jesus, and for those sins, we all deserve to die. But thankfully, there is a substitute. There is a life that has been offered so that our lives could be spared. I'm sure Caiaphas had no idea what he was saying, but thankfully, he was absolutely right. Hey, it's Amber L.B. Swenson. You might remember when my podcast, Little Things, was right here on Grace Talks. Or maybe you've never heard of me. Either way, I want to invite you to listen to Little Things, which is now its own podcast. We take a look at little things and little ways that we can change our thinking to know and love God more. So please check out Little Things wherever you listen to your podcasts.